Hello, Simon. Hello, Colin. Um, we are we are twins. We are peas. We are in a podcast. Yes, this is peas in a podcast, and all those things are true. Uh, it's our third episode. Yeah, um, it's... I'm very I'm very excited. So I'm very excited about this our third episode because all the best things in the world come in threes. Okay, <laughs> you're ruling out twins there. <laughs> <laughs> triplets are better. Let's let's face it. Are they triplets are kind of creepy. Yeah, that's true. Do we know any triplets? Mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, you're all creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um, welcome, listeners, to this as ever uh, significantly well rehearsed uh, opening. And this podcast is going from strength to strength <laughs> in terms of listening numbers. Oh, I've not checked recently. Uh, it seemed to have plummeted. <laughs> no, seriously, that's another way of putting it. <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, uh, welcome if you're still here. Hi, Molly. It's good. <laughs> um, hi, hi, Molly. <laughs> Molly likes it. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Molly. Yeah. Um, I don't think I know anyone who likes it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dad, I didn't hear. Oh, maybe. No, that's not quite true. I, I've, I've, I've had thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of, of, of kind comments. Okay. Um, <laughs> good. We well, shall, that's great. We, we shall start off, Simon, with our first segment. Yes, that's Colin a good, good one to start with. <laughs> Colin versus Simon. Yeah, it's, like it's a classic. Everyone loves it. Let's not forget. Let's I'll, I'll, let's look at the leaderboard. Glance oh, yeah? to your left, and you'll see the the leaderboard. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Colin won, Simon won. It's a tie. It is. Um, and uh, for those of you who are new to this podcast, uh, Colin versus Simon is where we designate. Um, we don't designate. Maybe nominate. We nominate. Thank you. Um, a Colin. I don't know. Colin, you nominate Simon, and we battle them. Um, like so many warriors, two warriors, <laughs> two two warriors. <laughs> yes, my uh, who, my friend suggested that we. Should... Oh, no, well, have you got an interesting anecdote to build well, around this? Oh, yeah. my, my friend suggested that we could start doing people with a surname Simon or Colin or Collins or something, so that it's not just men. So we shouldn't just be so patriarchal about the world. So there Good you go. Lord, <laughs> <Who said> that. <laughs> Catherine, she's great. Hi, Catherine. I don't know if you're listening to Good this. Good lord. <laughs> and Marley also said that it would all be entirely white men, and I pointed out that in our first episode, neither of our people were white. So there you go. Also, no one has got the surname Colin, and I'm not <laughs> taking Collins. <laughs> okay. I feel I have very strong feelings about Collins. Do you? Know, you? The dub- stupid double L. Virgin Media still thinks my name is spelt with a double L. <laughs> okay. Three times they told me they changed that. I hope you're not nominating yourself in this one because you're not going up great now. <laughs> you seem awful. <laughs> but um, who's your Colin? <laughs> I seem great. You are great. I mean, I am great. <laughs> um, I've gone for. I, I, I'm not messing around here. I've gone for possibly the world's greatest Colin, Colin Firth. Oh no, because <laughs> I've got Simon Pegg, and I think it's already more or less a done deal. But let's carry on. Because um, my worry was that I'd pick Simon Pegg the same week you picked Colin Firth. Yeah. Because Colin yeah. Firth's obviously better. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I mean, who doesn't love Colin Firth? Let's look at the facts. Okay. Um, he's Mr. Darcy. He's Mr. Darcy. He was also Mr. Darcy. Um, oh, you yeah, see I switched true. from Prime Prejudice to, to Bridget Jones there. I got it, yeah. He's got an Oscar for, has, for yeah. playing King George. Um, he seems like a lovely chap. He seems nice. He seems like a good egg. His recent um, attempting to sue guy for stalking who turned out was having an affair with his wife while they were separated will gloss over. I didn't hear any about any of that. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we don't, we'll ignore it. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm going to be using that to my advantage. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, he seems to have steered clear of the whole hashtag me too generation. And whilst this is not hashtag me too... No, it no, does, not, no not in any way. No, 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 I'm sure no. all consensual, but is not doesn't put him in a good light. In a way that... One can't imagine have it being done by, say, to pluck a name up the air, Simon yes. Pegg. <laughs> or something just Googling Simon <laughs> Pegg harassment allegations. <laughs> no, no, I, no, I haven't Googled that, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say he's clean. Um, he seems, I mean, well, Colin Firth seems like he's a nice man, but now you've given me some, some you could have got away without having that tarnish on his name. Hmm. Look at the cheekbones there. I mean, he's got a bit pudgy over the years. Let's not <laughs> let's not say he hasn't, which is fine. He's, he's, he's body positive in, and all that. He's he's yes. I mean, he's more. 
I've not seen Mamma Mia, or indeed Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. I have but, uh, seen both those films. But I think that that's it, more his persona now, I think, the kind of lovable dad. Um, that's true, yeah. No longer is he, you know, hashtag heartthrob. I'll stop, I'll stop saying hashtag. Please, but, <laughs> please do. But, um, I mean, and we may recall, his poster was indeed around our house. <laughs> hmm. Mum's delicatessen, I don't know. <laughs> Delicatessen. I do recall it. The, the delicatessen that mum opened. Um, <laughs> do you not know apparently. about that? No, that I don't. She ran it with Birth. <laughs> there you go. Can you vote against a man who co-owned a delicatessen with our mother? <laughs> so that's a good point. But Simon Pegg, as you know, has a connection with our mother. Mm. In that she was once a teacher at his school. Um, did not teach his class, but did, you know, superintend him at playgrounds. At playgrounds. At playgrounds. At playtime. <laughs> Uh, a fact I have confirmed with Mr. Simon Pegg through Twitter. A man mm. of the people, a conversationalist. Quite grumpy on Twitter. Quite um, grumpy, but to me, friendly. Okay. Uh, I would be surprised if you've enjoyed any Simon Pegg films. I liked Run... Run something? Run Fat Boy Run? Is that what it was run called? Run Fat Boy Run, that's the one. I enjoyed that. It was fine. It was the only <laughs> Simon Pegg film I've seen. <laughs> right. I don't like Spaced. Sorry, Marley, okay. you lent me a copy How do you feel about um, Shaun of the Dead? I mean, obviously I've not seen Shaun of the Dead. Right. You were going for very much a losing week this, this time, <laughs> I see. Um, I will tell you my favourite fact about Colin Firth, which is going to help your side. Okay. Um, or not, depending, depending on what you think about the, the fact that it is an old English word, Colin Firth, meaning stout-hearted. I think that helps me a great deal. It's a good peg is also an old English word meaning peg. I don't know if it is an old English word. It might be a middle sure. English word. In the past, oh, you've had confusion God. between these two. <laughs> I mean, you say that. I mean, there's, there's, there's no several difference. centuries between them. Well, at one point, I mean, I guess there must be a point at which there's not much time between them. But Colin Firth, spelt C O L L E N F E R, thorn. Is not, you're not going to find a thorn in middle English, are you, Colin? Are you not? No, you're not. Little fact for you there. A thorn is quite similar to an F. Well, it is very similar to that, yes. Hmm. <laughs> That's the only thing I know about thorns. Um, and probably more than our listeners, unless they all did English literature with you. I um, don't think any of those people are listening, though. <laughs> no. Uh, there are different types of old letter for those people who are fascinated by this uh, um, sidetrack, cul-de-sac. Yeah, but you love some of films, don't you? Who's... One of Cornetto I, I, films, whatever they're called. The Cornetto trilogy is very good. Um, I think I, I used to credit a lot of that to Simon Pegg. Uh, I think I now largely credit that to Edgar Wright, having seen some of Simon Pegg's other films. Do you like Run uh, Fatway Run? <laughs> not really, no. Although it's significantly better than um, The Good Night, which is which he's in, which is terrible. Um, apparently, uh, um, Hector's Search for Happiness or something is also terrible. I've read the book. It wasn't great. Oh, yeah. It's French. It's Converse, um, only this year came, uh, filmed The Mercy... Uh, which was which he was excellent in. I but can I put one. forward the alternative view that nobody's heard of that film? Um, I have it on DVD. Do you? <laughs> yes. Do yes, you yes. Know? I mean, no, I, 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 it's all about that chappy whose surname is currently escaping me. Donald something who um, set off to sail around the world and then realised he couldn't. So oh, that looked terrible. Yes, I remember now. I forgot it was called that. It's actually good. It looked really terrible. <laughs> What? You did great. Had Colin Firth in it. I saw the trailer and was like, oh, must we? We've already had this with that old guy from Sweet Valley High. What's his name? Robert Redford. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not actually from Sweet Valley High. But, what? <laughs> but there is a character teacher who is always described as looking like Robert Redford in, in Sweet Valley High You might be the only series. person on the planet for whom your Robert Redford references Sweet Valley High. <laughs> well, I um, saw that reference many times years. before I saw him in any other context. Okay. Did you watch All Is Lost with Robert Redford? Of course not. No. no. But the trailer is very similar to the trailer for I the have Mercy. it on DVD. Uh, it's not a good. Hmm. Um, so I think I think we've come to a some conclusion here. Colin Firth is... You love Mamma Mia 2, Here We Come Again, <laughs> is I think what we've concluded. Here We Go Again, I think, to, to fit in with the, that makes the lyrics. That sense. I suppose it depends on where you're starting from. Um, <laughs> well, I was just thinking of Here I Go Again by Dolly Parton, which is not relevant. No. Uh, I've not seen that film, as as as, as some listeners would know, because <laughs> I said it like two minutes ago. You're a huge fan. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Stop going on about it. Yes, Cher was great, but it's not the point. Although she was like two years older than, uh, than Meryl Streep from playing her mother. That was weird. <laughs> she also clearly had in her contract that she would sing or she would walk, but she would not do both at once. <laughs> she did not. 
There's a champion on The Apprentice this year who supposedly uh, wants to be an actor and he had to do this thing and he said that he couldn't speak and move his head at the same time. <laughs> it was Simon Pegg. <laughs> it was not Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg's not featured yet in this, this year's Apprentice. Um, well, my favourite Colin Firth film is... I was going to say, if I read it's not a film, I can't think of any oh, any film he's been in that I really loved. So, What about uh, What a Girl Wants? I mean, it's not a good film. No. <laughs> what about Love Actually? Was... I don't like Love Actually. What? Yeah. I'm sorry, what? I don't. Uh, what about the way he learned Portuguese to win over that Portuguese girl, but he learned almost, it really badly? Almost every story in Love Actually <laughs> is creepy, and some of them are borderline illegal. There's a guy called. He's, uh, there's a uh, character called Colin in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, great film. Okay. Which of them are illegal? Um, are the Andrew. What's his name? Turning up at Kiranotti's. Yeah, house. that's just so creepy. That's like basically a harassment. Yeah, she, she seemed quite pleased that her husband's best friend was they also in love with her. They would not release that film now, that storyline now. No. I feel like the Prime Minister probably took advantage of someone he had a duty of care towards. Good Lord. <laughs> Emma Thompson was heartbroken. She did. That's not illegal, but it should be. Um, yes, I don't think they were glorifying in that. Anyway, yes, Colin Firth is a clear winner. <laughs> a glorious Congrats. win for the Collins. Um, that's Collins with one L. I should have saved Simon Pegg. Well, see, this is why I didn't say Simon Pegg last week, because I thought you'd do Colin Firth then. Mm, it's tactics, Simon. It's some mind, it's, mind games all the it's way. It's working very well. <laughs> uh, I think it's time to break open the slip of impressions. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know we, we we normally, in our previous two episodes, have done this later, but... um. I feel mine's going to be really, really bad, and I want to kind of forget about it by the end. <laughs> okay, and I didn't have one yet, so I'll just think of one whilst you're doing yours. Okay. Um, now, previous, in the first uh, first episode, you recall, we, we, we did them in, in, in character. Yes. And the second time we did talking about going to the shops, I seem to remember. We did. Before realising that neither of us could I tell what I was then going back to doing them in character. <laughs> okay. Um, what, are you going to stay in character? So, I don't care, whatever. I've, no, I've, no, still, no, not, I've still not got one. <laughs> okay. Um... I think um, let's let's talk about uh, going to a pet shop. Okay, great. Okay. <clears throat> well, I was going to a pet shop to buy a dog, a dog named Fido. That's actually the best I've ever done it. So if you don't get okay. it from that, okay, <laughs> okay, um, okay. <laughs> I'm guessing getting getting American. Yes, yes this yeah. is better than last time where I went Scottish and you did not guess anyone Scottish. <laughs> Um, so, someone from America, that's yes. my next, my next step. Yeah, um, point, point two, also great, yep, yep, yep. Um, like, maybe a director? Is it Steven Spielberg? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not Steven Spielberg. Is it it's, a it's man? An act- it's, it's a man, it's an actor. Okay. Uh, you might know him from, uh... Pulp Fiction. Is it John um, Travolta? It's not John Travolta. Um, you catch me if you can, uh... The Fat Boy Slim music video. Um, who's in Tom Hanks? Have you ever? Have you ever heard Christopher Walken talk? Oh, I don't know that I have. Is he no. the same as who's what? Yeah, I've not seen any of those. Well, I still catch me if you can. He played Leo's dad in that. I'm sure for people who know what Christopher Walken sounds like, it was brilliant. It, I'll be honest, Simon. I'll be honest, and I won't lie to you. I wouldn't do that. Okay. It was fantastic. It was the best impression I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I mean, I believe that. Uh, well, the second half of that. Um, it's Christopher Waltz, someone else. Christopher Who's the guy Waltz in Hairspray? Someone else. That's John Travolta again. Well, with John Travolta. Zac Efron. Okay. Um, I, I've not seen Hairspray. Okay. Oh, you should. It's good. Um, it's probably Christoph Waltz. Christopher too, Walken might be in that. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Google Chris, what Christopher Walken sounds like. Um, and, and you, the listener, if you haven't heard Christopher Walken talk, Google it. Mean, apparently he was in Hairspray, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. then, yeah. It was sort of like that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to do one that I just kind of thought of. And I thought, I'm going to go to the pet shop, and who could possibly find a pet in this pet shop? <laughs> Now, you said that who could possibly, which is usually your go-to for Lloyd Grossman, but it didn't sound like Lloyd Grossman. It was Lloyd Grossman. <laughs> it was just, I realised it was going wrong, so it's been fine. You pitched it very high. <laughs> yeah, I should have gone down. Uh, and he sounds like he's you've got to do both posh English and also Canadian, which is hard at the same time. Yeah, oh. I, I, I'll tell you what, it sounded like Ruby Wax. I thought it was going to be Ruby Wax. Ruby Wax, actually. It's quite like Ruby Wax. <laughs> How does Lloyd Grossman... Very... 
very posh English, and then put an accent on it. Now, who could possibly live here? Is that better? I don't know. I thought you had quite a low-pitched voice. <laughs> that was my low-pitched voice. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could go lower, but it, it doesn't. Uh, who could pause? No, that's Scottish again. Um. I don't know why I keep doing impressions. <laughs> yes, my my low grace was not good. I'll be, I'll, I'll grant you. But I mean, I got yours right, I suppose. So, yeah. so I guess I you win. I don't know how this thing works. <laughs> no winners here. No. Um, if you enjoyed those impressions, uh, let us know um, through content details. We have not yet got around to doing, but hey, if you listen to this, you know us. Um, Say hi. Yeah, that's no. And hey, make suggestions of people we could do impressions of. They can't be any worse than um, <laughs> than what we've managed so far. What do you think is the worst impression we've done so far? Was it that one I just did? Um, I said Mike Gordon Brown was uh, looking back. That was surprisingly bad, considering how easy Scottish is. <laughs> I really wanted to play down the Scottish, <laughs> and you did. I see now that, In your defense, I, see that, you I see now that was a mistake. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say your Lloyd Grossman's probably the worst because he's a very distinctive yeah, voice that you have done well before. Thank you. Um, who could possibly live here? So that's better. That's better. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, send in your suggestions. <laughs> and, it, and if Simon or I have heard them speak, we'll probably do better than um, than that. Yeah, oh dear. Speaking of, do you remember? <laughs> no, we weren't, Simon. Really. No, you've made a, you've made a rookie mistake there. Of, do you remember? <laughs> So I'm going back through the transcript that I always keep. I, I like to, I like to quickly note down every word we've said as we go. Impressions, yes. Um, best impression ever. Yes, Colin, you're the greatest. You're so I wonderful. Said you, there, apparently, just what? like the you. And do you remember? In some ways, going over the transcript is remembering what we did. It is. Do you remember when? Do you have a do you remember? Yes. In which case, do you remember Colin? I do. He, you... He's great. I love that guy. <laughs> The time that you made the front page of our local newspaper. Which time, Simon? I've made the front page of the local newspaper on no fewer than... Actually, no, it was just the once, wasn't it? It was the one time. And I do. do. Would you like to tell us, Colin, why you and your friend James got hmm. this accolade? That's on your laughing as if this wasn't a fantastic achievement. Um, <laughs> I am. Send yourself back, if you will, to the, the summer of 2004... Uh, a time when we were, we've done our A-levels, we're about to go off to university. Rihanna was uh, probably singing something. Was Rihanna singing in 2004? I feel like she might have been. Probably Umbrella. Umbrella was quite early. Yeah. 2004. Oh, that's 3004. That's a different year. <laughs> <laughs> Don't delete any of this. This is gold. I'm way through this one. Oh, you. you are. Deal with it. Um, SOS in two, well, yeah, that's no, that's that's nine. Maybe she... She is active. She must have been ponder to replay around before. Much like we are ponder replaying our memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you'd be amazed how little of my life was shaped around what Rihanna was doing at any one time. Um, <laughs> okay. Friends, the sitcom, came to an end in 2004. And my friend James and I decided to watch it all in a week. Um, because why not? You've got to do something. You, um, do, you do have to do something. I You're binge-watching for the word binge-watch exists. Exactly. We were binge-watching on VHS. Literally yeah, on VHS. Bought from Dodgy Dean Dan at the market. Mm, we used to get our friends' videos from Dodgy Dean Dan. Real name, Tony. Yeah. Um, Hi, Tony, if you're listening. <laughs> hey, thanks for all those friends' videos that you clearly stole. Um, <laughs> much appreciated. Although, uh, I have since bought the entire DVD set for about the cost of four of those videos. <laughs> and they're now on Netflix as well. Yeah. Anyway, um, we watched them all in a week. Well, we didn't actually quite manage it because James decided to, uh, or his mum decided to move house on the Friday. <laughs> so we, we did Monday to Thursday and then to regroup at a later time. Um, we were watching about 17 and a half hours of, of Friends a day. Uh, you did go slightly mad, let's be, oh, let's yeah. be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Almost oh, exclusively yeah. eating pot noodles as well, if I recall. It was the first time I'd ever had a pot noodle that week. Yeah. Good time. I've got a microwave, microwave up there. You went hard um, We crossed off the episodes. We're going very good at fast-forwarding exactly through the opening credits. That was um, Which reminds was me, because we had that thing on the DVD player where you could press, it would fast-forward 30 seconds. Mm. In fact, I still have that DVD player, so I guess we still do. But um, how often would we be like, "Oh no, I have dropped the remote"? I notified the local presses. Um, I, it was where I need to pause for a second, <laughs> yes. because when I tell people the story, and I do a lot, right. I, um, I forget why you phoned the the Evesham ad mech. Uh, well, was fascinating it fascinating fact, Simon? I emailed the Evesham Journal. Okay. Um, 
Um, just to say, you know, we're doing this. Again, why? <laughs> I, I just thought it would be, be uh, something interesting for them to come. Like, no, I mean, binge watching is more of a thing now, but I feel most people, when they sit down to watch the series, <laughs> don't think I should tell the local newspaper. <laughs> To be honest, I don't. Yeah, I don't really recall why I thought I'd want to, nor why they thought. Yes, let's get. <laughs> let's cover this. Um, most, <laughs> because yes, in your defence, they were they lapped. <laughs> most people asked us, um, "Are you doing it for charity?" Um, to which my answer was, "If you want to sponsor us, you're welcome to." <laughs> um, Did but anyone? no, no one sponsored us. No, oh. no. Um, um, I say the Eastern Journal was the one notified, but they put it on the front page of the Eastern Admag, uh, who must be owned by the same people. Which tend um, to have, what, maybe one new story and the rest was just adverts. Basically, it's just lots of ads, yeah. Um, but this was an exclusive. <laughs> I really lure them in. Teenage boys watch TV. Uh, so, yes, some some poor girl came out to our house to take a photo of us with a, a stack of videos and various other friends. She, it was her bright idea to get other friends to have their friends' books and things, of which yeah. I had several. Um, I can still see the headline now, That What Friends Are For. <laughs> Is that what it was? The, this, this, the excellent sub-editing of the Yishimai <laughs> meant that they had a mis- uh, had a typo in the headline. <laughs> <laughs> Did they? Well, it was That What Friends Are For. That's strong, strong. The headline, yeah. I think it was the same woman who took our photo when we got our A-level results. Which, which, which time time we got photographed twice for getting our A-level results? Well, true. The one at school rather than the one who came around and kept saying, I'm not broadsheet, I'm tabloid. <laughs> Yes, that one was pretty it's, bad. It's wasn't like, it? do you want Again, me to you take to my shirt off? off? I didn't know what you wanted. Books. <laughs> so I don't think you want to like take your shirt off now. <laughs> I didn't do a topless photo for the Eastern Journal, and I regret <laughs> it to this day. <laughs> I didn't do one for the Eastern Journal. <laughs> <laughs> I was exclusive by that point. Um, of anyway, so we watched. We watched more. Yeah, so we we watched a season of Friends. Um, and then we go and kick a football around for half an hour, and then we watch another season of Friends. And I pop in occasionally. Um, hmm see the odd episode as the week went on your eyes grew wider and wider <laughs> and you stopped interacting like normal people yeah yeah sunlight became a distant memory um <laughs> you could have friends the get... open but it, was, it was the first time i'd ever watched it in order um so it was interesting for it to see when when various characters came in that you could really trace the the interweaving of Chandler and janice's relationship that was that was pretty mm, sounds worth it also i didn't want to watch friends again for another 10 years or so <laughs> I still don't know what they were thinking about putting that on the front page of the newspaper <laughs> kind of fun time well uh, if you listen James good times proud times uh, of all our if you're listening Ding, that he, he's one who most likely do I mean probably not but um, hey James hope you're well I don't think I've seen him since then to be honest hmm what a, go, what a way to say farewell oh. uh, he literally moved house to get away from me <laughs> but he came back son he came oh. back um, here we go. Do you remember, Simon? Do you remember that time that uh, that we were walking home from somewhere? <laughs> um, and get any, uh, get any more specifics? <laughs> uh, East Chinook, maybe. Uh, oh, East Coker or West Coker, and and found ourselves lost. Well, we got the bus back from Yeovil. Mm. So we went. We've been to the cinema. We'd got the bus from North Southampton, Norton Southampton, rather, which is. A matter of a mile or so from from my parents' village, and happily. Well, I think this is before I was driving, or maybe we were driving, but you didn't. You were driving, but didn't have a car, and I didn't drive. Was that... I think maybe no, he wasn't even driving because it was two thousand and five, and I didn't pass till two thousand and eight. So, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so, yes, we didn't. We couldn't drive. We didn't have a car. We we're relying on the fairly scant public transport, and I can't remember what film we'd been to see, but I'm sure it was great. Sure, it was. Was this the time that you had a vegetarian? Kebab. Oh gosh, potentially. What a day it was. A vegetarian <laughs> kebab that was just shredded lettuce and shredded onion in a bit. <laughs> I threw away at least so a lettuce worth of lettuce and still ate <laughs> a lettuce worth of lettuce. Like, why advertise that you have vegetarian kebabs if you clearly don't? And I believe it's because you turned down as going to Pizza Hut because it was too expensive. Yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> Pizza Hut. Anyway, we've seen the film. I think even when we got the bus there, we knew that there was not a bus back we could take. We thought, We'll work it out. That'll be something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was not something. Or rather, there was a bus to East Chinook. And our dad is, and it was, and he still is, the vicar of West Chinook and Middle Chinook. So we thought, how far can East Chinook be? Yeah, he's vicar of West Chinook and Middle Chinook. They're pretty close together. East Chinook, presumably, just around the corner. Because we'd only yeah. lived there a, a month, maybe. Less than that. We didn't know. We didn't know what we were doing. No. And we didn't have smartphones at this point. No. 
We did have mobile phones, which will come into play later. Mm-hmm. So having got off the bus at East Genoa, we thought we'll just we'll walk down this path, see if we can get some bearing. Found found a footpath sign that said Hardington, I believe. In fact, it said Hardington. It did say Hardington, um, didn't it? But yes, um, but I'm presumably meaning Hardington. Yes. yes. Thought, haven't heard of that, we'll walk the other way. We walked along a relatively busy main road. I found a map, which was great. Oh, yeah, 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 I forgot that. It said, next right goes towards Chiselborough, or various other places on the way to Chiselborough. Perfect, we thought. This is all coming together much better than we thought it would. Mm. It had grown gradually darker at this point. Um, we took the next right. We t- kept going along it. It had got completely dark at this point, but we came across a footpath sign, and using the light of our phone, we've checked to see, will this say, Chilvenborough, half mm. a mile away? Yeah, yeah, What it actually said was Hardington, <laughs> as we'd <laughs> walked in a large circle, and I was genuinely scared at that point. It was very spooky, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, am yeah. I in a horror film? <laughs> am I in some sort of vortex? I don't know what's going on. Turns out, no. Is just that the map we walked across, walked up to, thought the turning we'd taken was so unimportant as to not put it on their map. <laughs> so we'd taken the next right, but the next right was not the correct turning. At which point we phoned mum and dad, <laughs> who were in Durham at a wedding. Mm. <laughs> like, we're in East Chinook, and the signpost to Hardington. <laughs> Where should we go? Um, did, they, they, uh, did, did they know? <laughs> Well, they didn't know the area particularly well either at that point. But what they did know was the number of... Who was it who came? I can't quite remember. <laughs> oh, was it Uncle Bob? Well, maybe. It was It was some relative of Dad's who lived somewhere <laughs> in Somerset, but not that close. No. <laughs> well, I remember one point we did go and check into the pub. Oh, we did sit in the pub for a while. I think you bought me a drink. That was very nice of me. I went, because when I asked the way to Chisborough, and they said, oh, I, I'd, um, I, I'd drive if I were you, which is a very <laughs> helpful... Uh, Thanks. Um, Thanks, East Chinook Pub, to which I have not returned. No. <laughs> no. Nor would I. Not, without a pitchfork. <laughs> there you go. We're very good at like, geography and navigating. We're so. <laughs> oh, so bad at it. Uh, it does remind me of the time that we tried to leave beer in Devon, and you were navigating. And after mm. about 40 minutes, we ended up back in beer. It was 10 something, minutes at most. It's something of a theme. Oh dear, that was a bad night. But then thankfully, Uncle Bob, or someone like him, <laughs> very kindly yep. drove us back. Uh, did not want to drink. We offered him a cup of tea. He's like, no, <laughs> I'm, done, I'm done with this. <laughs> no, he was very nice about it, but obviously his, his plans for the evening are not included. <laughs> Driving around the Somerset countryside trying to find two lost idiots. Hmm. <laughs> Neither of these do you remember stories painters in a great light. No, I suppose not. Probably not <laughs> time I bought you a drink. Um, no, it's nice of you, yeah. Which may um, or may not have happened. But <laughs> and I think we we um, managed to keep our temper as well, so that's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kept looking up. Never been to Hardington, or indeed Hardington. No. Maybe it's right next to Chisborough, who knows? I mean, we know. <laughs> well, you might not know, but I know. Yeah, I do recall you not knowing the way to West Chinook when Mum and Dad had lived there for over a decade. Still couldn't tell you. You must know. You literally <laughs> take one turning. <laughs> That's and Could then you're there. <laughs> you go out the driveway and turn right, and then you turn left, and then you're in West Chinook. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't tell you. <laughs> Such an idiot. But there you go. Hey, Simon, do you like to fling a brand new game in this brand new segment? Oh my gosh, yes. Yes, it's called Wikipedia Intro. Okay, um, is it going to get better happens? than your previous Wikipedia game? No, it's going to be about the same as that. Okay. Uh, um, what's going to happen, Simon, is I'm going to read the uh, the opening of a of a Wikipedia page, and, and you've got to tell me what that page is for. Brilliant, love it. Um, what I'm going to do, though, is, is every time the word, the title of the page is, is mentioned, I'm going to um, say blank, because it, it obviously... Say something more funny than that, though. Okay. Um, what's funnier than blank? You've done improv courses, come on. <laughs> We're really not focusing... Anyway, um, I'm going to say uh, Colin Firth. Okay. You didn't have much time to think about it. I'll take it. <laughs> Colin Firth is a team sport played with a Colin Firth stick and a Colin Firth ball. This is funny, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, players use the head of the Colin Firth stick to... Carry, pass, catch, and shoot the ball into the goal. Buzz. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Is it hockey? 
It's not hockey. Is it uh, lacrosse? It is lacrosse. Yes! Good work. My second guess. Good work. That's yeah. fun. I like it. Well, let's do another one. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to pick stuff at random here. Here we go. Um, yeah, let's see how this works. Um, <clears throat> Colin Firth Jr. was an American actor and film director. This is less amusing, I suppose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Colin Firth being an actor. With <laughs> a career spanning 60 years, he is regarded for his cultural influence on 20th century film. Colin Firth's Academy Award winning performances include that of Terry Malloy in On the Waterfront and Don, uh, 1954, and mm-hmm. Don Vito Corleone in The Godfather, 1972. Is it Marlon Brando? It is Marlon Brando. Is he Marlon Brando Jr.? Didn't know that. Apparently so. One more. Okay. Uh, this is going to be tough. Um, <laughs> Colin Firth is a street in London linking Oldgate at its eastern end with Lombard Street and Gracechurch Street in the west. <laughs> <laughs> There's no real point to be saying this. It is a well-known thoroughfare in the City of London financial district, and is the site of a large number of corporate offices and headquarters to the south of Colin Firth and Fred towards Needle the eastern Street? end. Uh, no, uh, towards the eastern end is Colin Firth Railway Station, a mainway mainline terminus with services towards East London and Essex. Other notable sites include the commercial buildings at Twenty Colin Firth and Plantation Place. Yeah, I don't know. It's Fenchurch Street. Fenchurch Street. There you go. Um, would you like one? I'll give, just give you one. Okay. A Colin Firth is a common percussion instrument, often used in pairs. Colin Firth consists of thin... Timpani? No. Thin, no. normally round plates of various alloys. Cymbals? Yes. There you it's, go. It's fun putting Colin Firth into stuff. Okay. Um... There we go. What a fun, exciting new segment. I loved the new segment. I'm not going to lie. Good time. <laughs> loved it. Um, um, would you like to hear about some famous twins? I'd love to hear about some famous twins. Now, I haven't researched them at all now I think about it. But okay. Tia and Tamara. Who? Are they from Sister Sister? They are from Sister Sister, <laughs> where they played characters called Tia and Tamara. Now... I have obviously not researched this because this is new to me, but how many of them, of the two, do you think are currently drug addicts? <laughs> They're actually both still acting, sort of. Okay. In rehab? Not often together. Oh, yes, <laughs> they're, in, they're doing improv classes in rehab. <laughs> Which is weird because rehab is, you know, something you tend to... I suppose you could have a... Re- yeah, no, fine. Improv classes in rehab. Um, <laughs> Tia and Tamara's surname is Maori, M-O-W-R-Y, in real life, but Landry... Um, in the sh- well, La- Landry in the show Landry or Campbell. I don't know, I've re- remembered that in fact because they are shaking up the, s- the family tree with sibling synchronicity. Of course, they in fact came from different families. That doesn't. Oh uh, yes, they're identical twins, but they weren't related. <laughs> well, they're, they're identical twins who were brought up separately. Okay, I don't can't remember if they adopted or not. But they- do you reckon that they probably didn't spend a lot of t- they probably didn't spend a lot of time dwelling on that. And the- no, I think that was just the premise of like, oh my gosh, I live with this uptight. Dad, uh, and I live with this wacky mum. Yeah, that does sound hilarious. <laughs> you, you you watched it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really remember it at all. I, I did read one of the books once. I read a lot of the books. <laughs> <laughs> there are 119 episodes of it, apparently. Uh, one was adopted by a single mother. Well, the other was adopted by a couple, although the mother died a short time later. Oh, classic. I reckon the, the mother and that father probably hooked up at some point. <laughs> I hope so. They belong together. They had a friend who lived nearby who I think might be famous now. <laughs> Maybe not. Probably not. Uh, There's going to be a revival. A revival is in the well, works. They keep saying there's going to be a revival and they keep not giving it to me. Well, uh, Harry, don't know who that is, has confirmed <laughs> it. Mm. Brittany Murphy was in it. Just one bit, Harry. Brittany Murphy was their best friend, Sarah. Because apparently share a best friend. You know how twins have one best friend? I remember. <laughs> <laughs> So nice now having my own friends. <laughs> I, feel, I do remember even at first school when we didn't have a big class, we had our own friends to the point of dividing up who was invited to whose birthday when we had a joint birthday party. I don't remember that at all. Well, I do because you took Julian and I didn't. Not Julian. Lawrence. Julian. Lawrence, right. Lawrence Molyneux. Hmm. And you got invited to his birthday party in return. I did not. Did it was a Cowboys and Indians themed party. And Mum confiscated my bow and arrow before I went. Oh yeah, she did love confiscating bows and arrows. <laughs> it was a uh, humiliation for me, if I'm honest. You've never got over it. No, I bet you're not. I bet you're not even still in touch with Lawrence. Uh, we're Facebook friends. <laughs> We've got mutual friends with a sister. Anyway, so Tia is 
her, her life's going strong. She was in Indivisible only this year. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. You know about films. What's Indivisible? I've never heard of that film. <laughs> She's got a main role in the game. Is that a TV series? Yeah, which I thought about watching once, but did not. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Indivisible is an American Christian drama film oh, about yeah. as he, someone's trying to struggle to balance his faith and the Iraq war. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, whereas um, Tamara, is she still acting, Carl? Let's find out. Let's find out. <laughs> what was that on Twitter? She was in 2012. She was in a film called The Redemption of a Dog. Doesn't have a Wikipedia page. She she's looking see more what, television now. She was in Tear and Tamara. I think we're, we're losing listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she's not done a lot recently, but she is the host of a Facebook Watch series called Help Us Get Married, playing herself. She had a recurring role in Melissa and Joey, which I have heard of. I watched half an episode of that. It's terrible. Oh yeah. They seem to quite a thing on American television of uh, of stars playing people with the same first name but different surname to themselves. Uh, in this show, Melissa and Joey, starring Melissa Joan Hart and Jerry Lawrence, uh, playing Melissa Burke and Jerry Longo. Curiously related to Mel and Joe in the uh, cast and characters. I'm pretty sure they <laughs> Melissa and Joey, but there you go. In fact, uh, Charlie Sheen has played Char- a character called Charlie in almost all his most recent projects, and Michael J. Fox similarly is always called Mike in everything he does. Good. Hmm. I will insist on being called Simon when I launch my own acting career. Okay. Well, I think it's always good to to insist on stuff. When you're, <laughs> just in, just generally in life. Nice. <laughs> if, we ever get to, if we ever get to the stage of um, doing clips to advertise the show, this... <laughs> this <laughs> <is going laughs> In Sister Sister is going to be our lead bit, I think. <laughs> do you want to do a spin off called Brother Brother? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you want to do a, a, a shot for shot remake of Sister Sister called Brother Brother? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like there aren't enough shot for shot remakes of things. Have you ever seen a shot for shot remake? <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe. The only one I can think. Well, um, Psycho was redone shot for shot yeah, by Gus Van Sant. And I think. Um, the Departed apparently was very similar to uh, Infernal Affairs, although I've never seen Infernal Affairs. I've not seen either of them. So, Martin Scorsese's first best film Oscar, I believe. Of course, there's our, there's our version of Brother film? Brother. <laughs> this. There's the, oh, but there's brother, our, our, our like shop shop remake of sister. If you're looking for other examples, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't exist <laughs> outside of your head. And I want to be very clear: never will exist. It's never going to happen. You're going to do it. You have to you cast someone else. That. What? You I'm looking to cast my own twin brother. I feel like you should no, do it. I'm out of this project. Okay, if you like, to, maybe I should just play both roles. You want to get someone who looks just like me? Uh-huh. Colin Firth. <laughs> He's got your age. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. I wonder which actor does look most like me? Someone once told me Darren Brown looked like me. I mean, he's not an actor. You've both got he? goatees. Yep. Like, I think I think that was the basis. That's quite often like creepy people in sitcoms with, with goatees. You could be one of them. Uh-huh. Like, a, like, you know, a stalker who just turns up for one episode or something. Right. Pick or one of them. Pagan. He's got a goatee quite a lot. He does. He doesn't look a lot like you. Like I look Nim- quite a lot. Leonard Nimoy when he was playing Evil Spock. Now he's dead. But okay. I think- <laughs> Great. So <laughs> what you're suggesting is instead of casting you in this, yes. we, we exhume Leonard Nimoy's <laughs> body and put a fake beard on him. I was thinking we'll get Zachary Quinto, because presumably he looks like Leonard Nimoy having both played Spock. Okay. And therefore looks like me. <laughs> well, Zachary Quinto, if you're listening, <laughs> you think that you look like my brother. I want to make a shop-for-shop remake of Sister Sister. <laughs> I, wish you, I wish you both luck. Give me a text. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I could probably get the rights. Do you think Zachary Quinto has your number? <laughs> Okay, fine. <laughs> <I do. laughs> what's your problem? Wasn't there a uh, saying you used to say about? Oh, you didn't you used to say I've not I've got no squabble with people. Um, yeah, I got no squabble. That that's reminded me of that. Where's your yeah. squabble? I got. I, there's a few attempts I've made to to start sayings. Okay, G- G- Gagsworth. I, I was, I was oh, that was awful. I was quite keen to, to say Gagsworth after I made jokes. I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. I'll be honest. I don't like it. Obviously, <laughs> no, 
But um, I simply tried roast roast my quiche, but it didn't. <laughs> Instead of saying roast my case. Oh, I see. I could see that working. I was kind of think Keith Lemon might say. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> also, you must have heard me say that to you loads of times. Yeah, I try. I block out a lot of what you say. That's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I listened to some of it. <laughs> you're uh, you're a vegetarian. Yeah, I am vegetarian. I'm going off script now. <laughs> everything everything at this point is <laughs> caref- scripted. Carefully scripted. Is this a shop for shot remake of a, something else? I don't know. I just like shop, shop, shop for shot. <laughs> I don't want to stop. There's no cameras on. Um, what? So this, <laughs> you're not filming this. I'm not. <laughs> um, I'm doing a lot for the behind the scenes documentary. <laughs> all right. That's well, just see- complete. This podcast in their entirety but filmed. <laughs> Are you filming me? No. Okay. That's reassuring. Thank goodness there's no cameras here. So um, this uh, this last week, uh, the, the, the editor of the apparently existing Waitrose mm. magazine uh, had to resign <laughs> after uh, making uh, unpleasant comments towards a vegan. Now, you're a vegetarian, which is basically kind of like a vegan. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel, though? How do you feel about all this? Well, firstly, vegetarians are not like vegans because I love me some cheese. Hmm. But so, okay. do you know where the origin of the word vegan is? I don't. It's because it was come. How, how to phrase this? Someone who came up with it said it was because it was the beginning and end of being vegetarian. Oh, I hate vegan. that person so much. <laughs> but quite good wordplay. Not, not really. <laughs> quite good. Okay. Um. I think that it's probably right that he was fired, not because he was nasty um, to vegans. <coughs> For our lawyers, he resigned. <laughs> I think it's good that he was made to resign. <laughs> because, not because he was nasty to vegans, but because he suggested, um, well, because he suggested killing and eating vegans, I believe. I don't think he said either. He's definitely killing them. Yeah. Um, force feeding them meat. Oh, that's it, yes. Trapping them. And at one point he said exposing their hypocrisy, but it wasn't clear what he was talking about, really. Um, no, unless it's hypocrisy of not wanting to be force-fed meat and killed. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, a lot of people don't want to be force-fed and killed. Hmm. I, I myself, for example. Yeah, geese. Yeah, yeah. Be vegetarian is what you're saying, right? Uh, it's not what I'm saying, no. Oh, no, I, I, I had bacon just today. In fact, oh, it was so good. Do you know, mm. how, do you know how I cooked that bacon, son? Oh, you're George Ford, deep fat, whatever it is, I don't know. Lean, mean, fat-reducing grilling machines, son. Fat-juicing? Fat-reducing. Oh, fat-reducing. I thought it was fat-juicing. It's like, I don't know what oh, that means. Who knows? Meaty to say all sorts of nonsense. <laughs> Because some of the fat drips off. Ugh, so disgusting. <laughs> so I've been vegetarian now for over half my life. Do you know that? That's true. Yeah. That's how I've got the yellow complexion I have today. <laughs> um, there you go. That, maybe we, we, look, look at us discussing topical news events. That's going to yeah. date this podcast. <laughs> Which is otherwise <laughs> timeless in every way. And perhaps in the background, dear listener, you can hear my neighbour playing the piano. This is all I come from for you now. Which reminds one of music. Indeed, it is music. <laughs> um, and thus, the songs that we exchanged this week. Mm. And Colin, you've yes. now seen Lady Gaga, not Lady Gaga, what's it called? A Star is Born. I have seen A Star is Born. And thus, you have seen Brandy Carlyle, who was the person whose song I recommended to you this week. Um, do you remember? A Star is Born. Very briefly, but enough for me because she only sings a couple notes, and I thought instantly that's definitely Brandy Carlisle. She's yeah. in, she's a singer in that little group they get together to do tribute to someone. I can't remember who it is. Where Bradley okay. Cooper has to play the guitar rather than sing. She's the one who's singing. Oh yes, um, it was uh, Roy Orbison. There we go. And she, yeah, I was like, that sounds that's got to be Brandy. Looked it up. It was. Was it Roy Orbison? Was it Elvis Costello? Anyway, it was someone. I mean, Elvis um, Costello's still alive, isn't he? <laughs> Was it a tribute to a dead person? I thought it, it was. was a... yes. Okay, in which case, that's it. Was Roy Robinson. Um Okay, she can't spell Carlisle. I noticed. Or Brandy. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so and she the song I song... recommended was What it. Did I Ever? Well, yes. What Did I Ever Come Here For? Stay in him. 
So this this again feels quite uh, country infused. Um, she does a bit of country infusion. It's true. Hmm. Uh, yes, I, I I enjoyed the piano. Uh, nice nice piano intro. When the drums kicked in, uh, nice. I think there's some strings at some point. Um, I didn't love her voice. Oh really? That was what I was banking on. Cause she's got a very distinctive voice. Yeah, I think it, I listened to it a few times. I think it grew on me. But there's a couple of times where she kind of leaps up an octave with a little twiddle, and I'm not 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 my favourite thing to do. But yeah, I, um. I, I, I had a good time with it, so a good time oh, with it. Good. Well, well, the reason, if, if someone else had been singing it, I would have probably enjoyed it more. But, um. So one of the reasons I chose it, other than that I do really love her voice, is that it has good storytelling in it and good emotion in it, I thought. Mm. She she goes to this guy's house. Oh, yeah. She she thought that, that he'd want to see her again. Right, yes. But he didn't. Uh, tough break for her. You wouldn't turn me away like before, but you closed the door anyway. Sounds like she's a bit stalkery. <laughs> she's a bit stalkery. It's true. There's a um, there's a song by the Four Tops called um, "Walk a- Walk Away, Renee." Mm. I think which includes lyrics uh, "To Walk Away, Renee, you won't see me follow you back home." Oof. Which, which I think what he's trying to say is, I'm not it. going to be doing it. But that's <laughs> <laughs> that's some bad phrasing. Um, yeah, Four Tops. No, no, no. Oh, they're great. What, we're going to give it out of ten. Uh, seven. Great. <laughs> <laughs> now, Simon, as you pointed out um, in our in our in our what our Facebook messaging, mm. in our detailed planning sessions for this, yeah, yeah, uh, your, your song was called uh, "What Did I Come Here For?" Awesome, mm. and the song I gave you was called uh, "She Came Home for Christmas" uh, by the band Mew. Yeah, it's like they're responding to each other. We should do first. It's a conversation. <laughs> Um, which I really loved. I thought it was brilliant. Um, yeah, it's it's um, quite mellow. It's very ninety late nineties, early two thousands. Or I think it is early two thousands, isn't it? But, um, it's, yes, yeah, maybe a bit, maybe mid, but yeah. But it reminded me of I can't now think of any examples, but the sort of people singing around then. Yeah. Um, so again, an interesting story to it that I had to look up. Like, what does this mean? But possibly about incest and rape. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if you know the background to it. No. The interpretation of it is that this this girl was raped as a child um, and did, only realised on a trip home for Christmas that it was her dad who did it. What? So, <laughs> but it, it sounds like a very gentle, lovely song. It does. Huh. Yes, quite dark. <laughs> Lord. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so I don't, you know, that's not why I really like it. But, <laughs> but, it's, it's, but I, I, I like a sort of mellow tune, tune, nice, nice singing, and I like that there is a story to it, even if the story is a little disturbing. Hmm. Um, I'm going to give it a nine and a half, Colin. Golly, golly. Yeah. There you go. I'm also intrigued as to how you he- heard about it, and I can only assume it was at one point on Gilmore Girls. Um, no, so uh, the they did a song um, called The She Spider I think which was on the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack which I liked a lot uh, so um, I thought I'd get the uh, their album Fringes um, which uh, includes both those songs so uh, yeah it's yeah, a great yeah. album I recommend the album um, I think I'll look them up I, I, I don't think the, this particular album is on Spotify which is right I had it on their greatest hits instead um, there you go Fringes Recommended. Hmm. Yes, it was not not something I expected you to recommend. So well done. Hmm. If I think um, if I remember right, uh, Dad got it for me for for Christmas one year. Uh, it was oh. on my it was on my Amazon list. He never heard of Mew um, and probably has forgotten. No, they're Danish or something, aren't they? Yeah, Dutch, probably. Well, there you go. Double Dutch, am I right? No. Does <laughs> <laughs> any any one of them? Uh. Mew is the son of cat's make. So. We have to move on to our debate segment. Everyone's favourite segment, possibly. Who knows? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, Colin suggested the far-reaching a debate that I'm sure every household has had. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of 
whether or not it's acceptable to hate someone because they call the Queen Mother cake. <laughs> Colin, yes. some background. Um, yes, so uh, I should probably preempt this by, by maybe tweaking the word hate because I don't, I don't think it's really good to hate anyone. But let's, let's um, um, whatever word means hate that doesn't isn't quite as strong as that. Have disdain for. Yeah, why not? Uh, so the Mitford sisters uh, that you like. Um, Debbie, In fact, I've just recorded uh, an episode. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can get one. Oh, Debbie, there's a Deborah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Nancy. Yes. Who was the, who was the, who was the Nazi? That was Ursula, wasn't it? Unity. You Unity. made the mistake of picking something that's actually a name. <laughs> <laughs> um, possibly others. They, they uh, sisters who s- strode the early twentieth century, or possibly the late twentieth century, as col- <laughs> as col- colossi. Shall I introduce? Them? <laughs> I've got this. I've got this one. <laughs> um, uh, one uh, Deborah Mifford is the Duchess of Devonshire. She was. She's was. Dead now. Um, Unity Mitford um, kind of liked Hitler. Yeah. Uh, Nancy Mitford uh, popularised the, fr- the phrase you and non you, I believe. She did. Well done. She also wrote novels. I wrote novels. Um, they, the upper class. Diana uh, Mitford married Oswald Mosley. Did you? Oh, there's another one. Oh, there are mm. two Nazis. Golly. They were. Um, <laughs> these people are dead, right? I can. I they can, are. Like, Deborah died a couple years ago. I can Pamela was a chicken then. farmer. Jen- Jessica was a communist. In the episode of my Jessica. other podcast, <laughs> other podcast, we just did Jessica Mitford's book, my podcast that it did not record. So after this, they also again talk about her book. Brilliant. Um, we once went to um, Chatsworth. Chatsworth. We did. You sat Where, in the car park. I sat in the car park rather than going in. Anyway, uh, I have <laughs> not never the first read any. Time that's happened when we've been somewhere. <laughs> no, uh, I've never read any of the works of the Mitford sisters, but I turned against them immediately and irre- irre- irrevocably. Um, I when I discovered <laughs> irrevocably, irrevocably, anyway, irrevocably, uh, I think when I discovered that um, at least some of them, I'm going to say Nance, Nancy and Deborah, um, but possibly all of them, um, nicknamed the Queen Mother Cake. Um, I don't feel I need to explain myself further. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love- rushed my case. <laughs> um, You're resting your keys, etc. Yes. <laughs> In well, your, I love your defence. Okay. Um, so Do you want to clarify I, which of the Mitford you love? The Nazis? Or the- <laughs> <laughs> I love them as a collective. <laughs> as individuals, I mostly love Deborah, okay. who was the one, who, she was the youngest who then married the, the Duke of Devonshire, or rather married the Duke of Devonshire's son, and the, who later became the Duke of Devonshire. But um, the first time, that, well, I think I had read a book, by, a novel by Nancy Mitford, but I, the first time I really got into them collectively was when I read the, the, the letters they wrote between each each of them called Letters of Six Sisters. Uh, um, and in it, they have many different nicknames for each other and for other things, including mm-hmm. Nancy always called Deborah Nine, because that's the mental age she thought she was for oh. her life. Some of them call each other Han. Uh, or, what is this? There's many, many different names. Han, Han, is, Han is not so bad, I suppose, unless yeah, it's because they're like... Actually, even because I like hens up there. I think it's because they kept hens. Okay, that's not terrible. Um, I can't remember all the others, but some of them require a lot of explanation. Some of them, the explanation is is gone. Some of them don't require a lot of explanation. So, so why why do they call the Queen Mother cake? And I can't remember why they call her cake. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, but I do have a copy of the letters right here. Let's lean over and see. I can edit this out or, or leave it in. <laughs> Do you have your copy of the letters nearby? I don't actually own that, no. Um, it's, okay, it's here we go. It's 834 pages long. But I've, I've Googled it, and I found a, uh, a new um, a, a New Zealand webpage that looks like it's going to explain it. Oh, okay. The well, this faster. Um, here we go. Here hmm. we go. Put cake, page 308. Uh, cake. Because I once saw at a wedding reception in London, she was sitting talking to somebody. She was already very old, and one of the officials came up and said... They're just about to cut the cake, ma'am. This news apparently galvanised the Queen Mum. She said, oh, the cake, as if she'd never seen one cut before. Okay. That is why they called her cake, because on <laughs> one occasion she was told they were about to cut cake and she said, oh, the cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to see... Yes, I, I, whilst it's in the index here, the index does not seem to refer to the pages in question, <laughs> so I'm just going to go with your explanation, which I'm sure is correct. Um... And you know what, Carl? I think that's charming. You know how we, even in this conversation, we've referred to Dodge Dealing Dan as Dodge Dealing Dan. Yes, I do. Just yes, despite I do. the fact that, for all we know, he might have 
legitimately acquired <laughs> not a chance <laughs> but, uh, but even then the, the main thing we know about him our main our, our sole interaction with him were buying those videos <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a bit like if we went and buy those videos from all the time um, but then once saw him drinking a coke and decided to call him coke <laughs> <laughs> You see, other the, allegations you, see, <laughs> you see in my example that I've changed one letter from the, the cake example showing a significant imagination um, yeah, it's lovely um, those improv glasses are really well <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's all about changing the vowels that's what I've learned in improv is it? <laughs> just change your vowel um, mother it, mither you see gold dust easily the worst thing I've ever experienced <laughs> <laughs> uh but I, I love a family in-joke. We've got loads as a family. And I think they're just fun. What's wrong with it? Why do you mind it? <laughs> Ours are better. <laughs> if be- I saw someone eating cake... <laughs> I mean, she wasn't even eating cake. She just commented on the fact that there was going to be some cake. <laughs> I'm trying to think of examples that I have for people who I do this for. But okay. None are coming to mind right now. <laughs> I mean, none of them can possibly be this tenuous. <laughs> I mean, that is quite tenuous, but that's the way the family jokes build up, isn't it? I mean, isn't it? <laughs> what do they call Hitler? <laughs> I think Hitler. Okay. Or possibly Adolf. Now, last time, Simon, we tried some of the roleplay and it didn't go down too well. We talk about Hitler way too often in this podcast. <laughs> I think we should probably roleplay this situation. Um, okay. Would you like to be the Queen Mother? Of course. <laughs> I'll be the guy telling her about the cake. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, excuse me, uh, ma'am, I'm about to cut the cake. Cake? <laughs> no, that's all we've got to work with. Really, <laughs> that's, all, that's all we've got. But it's, it's, it's accurate. Um, and to be honest, I, if, if she said it like that... Try some cake. If she said it like that, yes. I can forgive the nickname. There you go, so unexpectedly, <laughs> based purely on your, your impersonation of the Queen Mother... It's very weird. I'm giving it to you. Thank you very much. And I'm going to find someone else I see responding to cake. Call them cake. This could have. You got any more segments? I don't think so. <laughs> what else have we done? We've gone from triumph to triumph on this thing. Um, we've, gone, we've gone thrifting on my bit of paper. A bit of paper? Would you? you mocked me from a bit of paper before. Yeah, but this is, I mocked you for making taking notes during the podcast. <laughs> have you taken any notes during this one? No, I haven't. But I Remember to hit record, for example. Um. <laughs> uh, too soon. <laughs> I did take a lot of notes during the previous one when I was with Rachel, which I can now use for when we re-record it. So, who's an idiot now? Hey, <laughs> um, son, it's nearly our birthday. It is nearly our birthday. By the time this goes live, who knows? It might have been our birthday. Who knows? It turns out how quickly I edit it, I suppose. Yeah. And I'm going to be 33. 33? Who'd have thought it, eh? I mean, I've seen it coming, I'll be honest. <laughs> Who'd have thought? <laughs> We're going to be exactly twice mum's, no, half mum's age. Is that, do you mind me saying that, mum? I'm sure you don't. Uh, it's a, I wouldn't say exactly. <laughs> exact, well. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> if you round you it can, a bit. You can work out exactly where. Yeah, I can't really bother. Um, okay. And we're going to go to Northern Ireland together. We are. Be nice. You doing anything for your birthday? I'm having a meal. I invited 42 people, but only Shush. 17 people are coming. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not a good return, is it? Well, I mean, I've invited uh, maybe 10 people to a quiz. None of them reply. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we're not. Maybe the sort of people who record podcasts with their brothers aren't the sort of people that we want to hang out with. No, I, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> well, I do know that the. the of the three friends I have who listen to this, um, of the two of those I invited to this, they're oh, yeah. both coming. Sorry, oh, Rachel. Sweet. I've only invited local people. <laughs> I mean, if you want to come, that'd be great. <laughs> I see, the only person who did respond to my quiz email um, was uh, the person... I w- yeah, I'll say their names. Why not? Uh, Sarah Lowe. Hey, Sarah. Uh, who, who I accidentally invited because I meant to invite Sarah Rowe. Um <laughs> Did she reply being like, why on earth have you invited me to this? Basically, it's like, yeah, I don't think I meant this for me because she's someone from work that, um, that I've never actually met her. No, I have met her. She, but she's based in Basingstoke. Nice girl. She sounds great. She's Bring her great. along. Well, I said, if you fancy coming to a quiz in Bristol, but I guess she, she lives in Basingstoke. <laughs> <laughs> and whilst, whilst we get on well, 
I wouldn't say we're exactly friends. Um, okay, well, there's going to no, be the chance. There's no risk that she's going to be uh, a listener to this, so I think it's fun. <laughs> she's actually my close friend, Sarah Rowe Basingstoke. You've never been to Basingstoke. I've sat on Basingstoke train platform for many, many, many hours of my life because the train to Somerset from Oxford means you have to spend 59 minutes sitting on Basingstoke platform because you've just missed the previous train. Well, by strange coincidence, we're in the 59-minute mark, uh, even now. Some would say, some would say we're padding us out to hit the full hour. <laughs> well, well, we've hit the hour of mine because I pressed record sooner than you did. <laughs> like, what? too soon. Like, it's already recording. When you count it down, I thought I'd sleep because last time you put out quite a lot of our pre-recording stuff, I see. Yeah, I know. Sneaking. Well, that'll do it, I suppose. Um, do you know <laughs> what this episode has done, Colin? Um, has it made you lose faith in humanity? <laughs> it's that, but it's also put the win into, into twins. twins. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Please come back. <laughs> that will do.